0: You're listening to The Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. Welcome back, everyone, to more of The Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou. It's March 9th, 2022, and continuing on with our Best Free Agents Fit series, we are talking today, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're looking at $17.2 million in cap space available. Obviously, that number could change between now and the start of free agency, which is a week away, and tampering starts in five days itself. A lot to get into, a couple of players to talk about. Make sure you hit that like button, hit that sub button, and my Eagles fans, let me know. What do you guys think in the comment section down below? Who do you want to see the Eagles go after? As I'm going through my two guys that I have selected for you all today, what do you think about these two guys fitting into your system there? Let me know. What do you guys think? What do you want to see? For the first guy that I have selected for the Philadelphia Eagles here, and like I said, they have $17.2 million to play with, and bringing in a guy like edge rusher Zadarius Smith, who is noted to be being released by the Green Bay Packers now as a cap casualty, could change a lot of things for the way this defense looks going into 2022. Now, let's take a look at this real quick. Brandon Graham, he missed pretty much all of this past season. I don't necessarily know what's going to happen with him, but he's not getting any younger. I believe he's 33 at this point, going on 34. Couple that with the fact that Derek Barnett, They brought him in about five years ago. I don't think he's really panned out and been as impact of a player as they thought he was going to be. His best season, I believe he had like six or seven sacks. We need some pressure and we need some proven ability lining up on either side of the edge for this Philadelphia Eagles team. You are looking at 29 sacks from this past season, 31st in the league, coupled with only 155 pressures, which puts you at 20th in the league, tied with, like, I think another team or two. The biggest and most glaring problem that this team had, probably, was the pass rush. And then when they went up against the Buccaneers in the playoffs, I felt like it was more prevalent than anything. It felt like Brady had all day to just do what he wants and slice and dice up that Philadelphia Eagles defense. If you're not getting pressure, it's only going to hurt your secondary. And I know some people might be looking at the secondary thinking, we need upgrades, we need upgrades, we'll pump the brakes. One of the fastest and most sure ways to improve an entire secondary is to improve your pass rush. Because if your corners, let's say they're covering for five seconds and you can cut that down to four seconds, that is a whole second less that they have to sit there and stay on their man. And in the NFL seconds, they might feel quick, but it's also a long time. And if, you know, there is a big difference between a cornerback only having to cover for four or five seconds as opposed to five or six seconds or something like that. So with that in mind, Zadarius Smith, he fits the bill. Proven production, he's probably going to be expensive. One to two year contract because he is coming off an injury. He missed pretty much the whole this past season. He's probably looking at somewhere along the lines of because he's still 29 and his last three years have been so good, I'm expecting him to look Somewhere between like 10 and 14 million for the year. I don't know exactly what he's going to get. That's why the range is so big because if it's a prove it deal, maybe it's a little bit less. But also, if there's a team that's willing to spend a little bit more on him just because of how good he was the three previous seasons before this last one, they might get paid a little bit more. So, my range on that one is kind of high. It's probably closer to like 12 to 14 million. But I, if he somehow only got like 11, or maybe $10 million on a one-year deal, and it's all like guaranteed or something like that, whatever it may be, then maybe it goes that way. I don't know. The money stuff is is weird. I'm not a financial guy for the NFL, so I don't really know how people figure that out and do it out. But based off his past production, he's probably getting double digits. Um, Now, when you think about his production, 39 sacks in the last three seasons he actually played, not counting last year. He had, I believe, 16, 10, and 13. Couple that with his ability in the from the pass rush into the run game, 72 run stops between 2019 and 2020. He can set the edge. He can get after the quarterback. He can force a quarterback to throw maybe a second or two before he actually wants to. If Philly continue, it wants to continue to build off of what they did this past season, and they are really all in on Jalen Hurts being their quarterback and this offense doing big things, and they believe in the whole thing that they got going on over there, this defense needs to be able to back them up. And if you can't get to the quarterback and slow them down, you're not going to get anywhere. The defense wins championships. I will firmly believe that until the day that I die in the NFL, no matter how offensively overpowered teams feel these days and how it just feels like offense, 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 the better defense usually is the one that ends up winning the game. And I feel like we've seen that in just the last couple of Super Bowl. Honestly, the last handful of Super Bowls, it always ends up feeling like the defense is the one winning the game at the end of the day. Bring in someone like Smith to help slow down teams that they're facing in the NFC and the NFC arguably just got even easier because Russell Wilson's not there anymore. Shout out to him for going to the Broncos. You give the Philadelphia Eagles a pass rush with Brandon Graham back. If they decide to keep Derek Barnett and sign Sedarius Smith and Derek Barnett ends up becoming a rotational guy and you're sending Brandon Graham and Zadarius Smith at quarterbacks at the same time, coupled that with Fletcher Cox being in the middle like, come on. That's awesome. I would fear that I would fear playing that line any week. Come on now. Are you kidding me? Eagles fans, you should be pounding the table for something like this to happen. Philadelphia can make the room to be able to sign other guys and do what they gotta do. Contracts can get restructured. They can add void void yields. We've seen that in the last few years. The salary cap almost feels like it doesn't even exist anymore. Couple that with the fact that People are projecting the cap space is going to rise about thirty percent next year alone. When on average it's usually risen about fifteen percent or so, it's going to jump thirty percent. You're looking at like thirty percent of a hundred million is is thirty million. Of 200 million, that's 60. If the salary cap balloons to 200 and let's say 50 million dollars next year, you give Zadarius Smith whatever the hell he wants for a couple of years, and you're fine. You're set. You can continue trying to find the next young pass rusher to try to replace him. Obviously, Derek Barnett hasn't really panned out. Give me that pass rush in Philly, give me that defense in Philly, and then I would feel a lot more comfortable picking this team as a threatening force in the NFC to make an actual run in the playoffs and not just get rolled over in the wildcard weekend by a far superior team. Second guy that I have picked up here for the Eagles, I spent a lot of time talking about Zadarius Smith, my Eagles fans. I want to see him there. <laughs> the second guy that I have selected here is on the offensive side of the football, and it's going to be... Wide receiver Juju Smith Schuster. Now hold your horses, because I know that he's a controversial name. He is 25 years old. He's coming off an injury. He got to play literally in that one playoff game the Steelers had last year before getting, and I believe he got hurt in the preseason if I'm remembering correctly. So he has you know no tread from last year on those tires. You bring him back on a one year prove it deal. That's probably what he's going to have to play on. Even though he was just coming back on a one-year deal to the Steelers, he's going to have to probably suck it up and probably take another one-year deal. Maybe a two-year deal if a team wants to guarantee if he plays well that they can keep him there so they have more time to restructure and give him a long-term deal because, again, he is only 25 years old. Smith Schuster might not be the perennial number one wide receiver that some people thought he was going to be when he was having monster seasons, but he is a phenomenal number two wide receiver. And even when he was a number one he still had numbers to back up his ability. Maybe not quite the numbers you expected to get from him because of what he was doing as a number two, but you have Devonte Smith. You have Dallas Goddard. You have a litany of running backs that do things really well as a group coupled with what Jalen Hurts can do as a runner. Bring in Juju Smith-Schuster, who as a number two wide receiver in 2018 at his peak 1,400 yards, seven touchdowns, and 111 receptions before the whole Antonio Brown thing blew up. And even in 2020, 831 yards, nine touchdowns, 97 catches as a number one. Those are really good numbers there. You pair that up with Smith, Goddard, and the running backs over there in that running game that they have in Philadelphia, you don't even really need to worry about drafting a wide receiver. I firmly expect that Juju Smith-Schuster will be back to form and play to his ability come this next season, especially since he got to come back and at least play in a game in the off season or not the off season, it be the postseason rather. He's already knocked off some of the rust. He gets all off season to train up and just get himself ready to go. He's going to be even further removed from the injury. This is a signing that again, it's a one year prove it deal. I think he signed for nine mil last season. Eagles fans come on you should be willing to give Juju Smith-Schuster nine maybe ten million dollars to see what he can do as the number two guy to Devontae Smith's number one really good potential pairing there I would be very excited to see how that grouping all works out and again like I said the cap is kind of an illusion teams have all the money in the world to play with especially in the next few years that salary cap because those TV deals money's gonna start kicking in Eagles fans Godwin's off the board. Mike Williams is off the board. Um, I mean, Amari Cooper is going to be available. That would be an awesome signing, especially for the rivalry with Dallas. But he's going to cost a hell of a lot more than what Smith Schuster would be. And I also feel like if they were to sign Smith Schuster and then, you know, things work out, he would be thankful that they were the team that gave him the chance coming off his injury to really see what he can do. I think it works well. I like the idea of it. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section down below. But that is it for me and my Eagles fans. Have a good one.